0: News is brought to you by Campfire of the Inland Northwest. I'd like to thank Rick for explaining the the waiting on five
1: to start on six. You want me to explain it? I would like that because he explained on the text, but hey, Jay. Guess who that helps listening right now? Uh, just just you and I because we're the only two team. of us. Yeah. So
0: do we keep it a secret? No, no I think we should. I it. would
1: like you to explain that to me because I really, truly did not
0: understand it until moments ago. I don't know why it took me so long. The first couple times I heard it, I was just like, "Oh, it's kind of a catchy song," but it wasn't my favorite Chris Jansen song to be honest. But now it's kind of like I just I really like that song. It's very very catchy. If you're looking to do math in the morning. Right and
1: I that that's where I, I think that's where it lost me a little bit in terms of that. I was like there's a lot of numbers going on and yeah. I don't have
0: it in me yet. And again if you just tuned in and you're not quite sure what we're talking about is this song. All right. Yeah, we're going to have a little party tonight. Hey, hey, hey. Also
1: oh. says potty. That's not even a question. He says yes. potty. I, I can't get past it. Like I can't, I can't move past that part of the song. I can't enjoy the song. says potty It's not even close. It's not even close. He does not say party. He says potty. It is, it is blatantly obvious. Is
0: that just because they're so southern they can't get the?
1: Oh, he's trying to be cool and he says potty, and it just I, I have not been
0: able to get past that. I say it every time the song's on, and then I can't. Can't take it seriously anymore. That's so funny. Waiting on five, five p.m. to start on six. A six pack. There we go. Okay, simple. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's exactly. Why is it so hard? It was so
1: simple. Yeah, it's so simple. He says potty in it. Next time you hear that song, you will. Uh, you're yes. welcome. Yes, everybody. thank you for ruining it. You're welcome. It's it's without a doubt. He sneaks that one in there on you. Classic Chris Jensen move. Also, he's got kids. That's what you do.
0: It's hard to uh, stay focused today, but. That Clark's Diamond Jewelers commercial. Okay, I missed it. Okay, well he says he talks about Sherman Avenue. Like I think it's a hundred years ago. He says, you know the it was, the Sherman Avenue was dirt and the sidewalks were made of wood. And I was like, what? Wow. Oh, well, I guess it would be. But I mean, so hundred years ago. Was it just like uh, what do they call that? What is it? What's the th- boardwalk?
1: A boardwalk. Yeah. Wait, were sidewalks actually made of wood? Because that sounds awesome.
0: I mean, it sounds. Terrible actually. That I mean, it would look cool, but you yeah, know, look awesome the upkeep, the splinters, this, yeah. you know, all that stuff. But, but it would think look about great. walking
1: somewhere and seeing a wooden sidewalk today, yeah. 2021. You'd say, We're walking there right now. Everyone cross the street, we're going to the wooden sidewalk immediately. That's true. Yeah,
0: you would. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, that caught me off guard. Of course, they're made of wood. It's not like they had a bunch of concrete.
1: Idaho, send us your pictures, please. I would love to know if anyone has pictures of Coeur d'Alene back in the day with wooden sidewalks. I am. Very interested yeah. in that. And, too interested in that, but I am interested in and that. And you need to okay. send those
0: on the air at jayandkevin.com because it's you,
1: the only place we get pictures. Yeah. You've taught me something about the music today. I Now I, I understand the Chris Jansen song. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I want to share a little bit of country music news with you as well. Okay. Because Alan Jackson had new music come out last Friday. Right. So he's been making the, the interview rounds. Alan Jackson has toured and seen a lot of things, believe it or not, Jay. Uh, yes, I would imagine. So he was doing an interview – talking about Merle Haggard. Okay. Okay, one of the legends. And first of all, he was telling the story about how he was on tour with Merle Haggard and Merle Haggard was opening for Alan Jackson. Oh, wow. A- a- AJ Ooh. said he opened for me, believe it or not, which was very strange. It felt weird going on after Merle. <laughs> right. It was such a treat having him out there. He's just so classy. That would be a weird thing, to open or have one of the legends open for you. Obviously, this is because Merle, we're talking tail end of Merle's career. Sure, that makes sense, yeah. And A.J., peak A.J. Right. But that's how big Alan Jackson was, that he could have Merle Haggard open for him, (laughs) you know, because Merle's on his way out, so I don't want to play as many songs. Sure, I'll open for you.
0: That does sound weird, yeah. Having a legend open for you would be odd.
1: But but it it does make sense when you think about it, Oh, of course, yes, yeah.
0: Like at some point, Alan Jackson would... selling more tickets.
1: At that point, right? Yeah. And at some point, I bet you Alan Jackson in his career has opened for a younger person. Like I could see Alan Jackson opening for Jason Aldean. Oh, for sure. You know, oh, and oh, that's not a, that's not a shot on Alan Jackson. No, no it's Just no. Y- the, the age wise and where you're at. But he went on to tell this story. So, Alan Jackson used to have his mother his mother's. Lemon ice, bo- ice box kind of pie, as he calls it. Like a lemon pie. Okay. He would have it as part of his backstage catering at all of his shows. That was one of he the said, things he asked for? Yeah, he said it was mm-hmm. part of his effort to make life on the road homier I got you. with some of his favorite country dishes. So he had his mom's pie. Okay, and this is wow. the quote from Alan Jackson. <clears throat> it was one of my favorites, but not everybody likes it, you know? This is about the pie. I just remember one time... We came into catering, and Merle's sitting there, and the guy said, Merle, how's the food today? Oh, no. And Merle says, oh, it's pretty good, but don't eat that gosh darn yellow pie. <laughs> and Alan Jackson said, I never did tell him that was my mama's pie. Oh, no. He was just that way. He was crazy. He was funny.
0: Oh. <laughs> it's
1: just, hey, you asked. What and, do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Merle Haggard looks at you and goes, that pie's terrible. <laughs> that pie's terrible. At this point, <laughs> that pie is just
0: straight up terrible. I have a feeling, though, if Alan would have said, "Hey, hey, Merle, that's my mama's pie," Merle would probably say, "Tell your mama to get better at making pie." Absolutely. <laughs> There's not you, what punches are going to be pulled. Zero, no, zero. Especially when he's like, you know, at that point, a little bit older, doesn't care. Like, hey, guess what? I'm glad you like it. Your mom's pie is terrible. It, it's fun to have Alan
1: Jackson telling stories because of how long he has been touring. He had some other great touring story stories last week about just touring through the nineties when he you know when he was at the peak of oh, his yeah. touring and just the craziness that people had for their shows. Just a total craziness. Well I Alan think Jackson
0: was, hasn't told stories his entire life, so they're interesting to hear when it's the first time he's spoken in three decades.
1: Totally. I think it was Alan Jackson that I saw this with. I don't think it was I I read a lot this weekend. I was on the internet a lot this weekend. I think it was AJ that said, Man, I used to tour when it was when there was when there was lighters in the crowd and not cell phones. And I did think oh, that's that funny. is a really weird thing yeah. that there used to just be what now is the light on the back of your cell phone, which looks really cool. Yeah. I I never got to experience the Spokane Arena filled with lighters of actual fire in the crowd. I never got to that. I'm a little bummed out about it.
0: Yeah. I always wondered that when, when people would, you know, because I, I don't smoke, so therefore I never carried a lighter. And I was wondering, do people, like, did they buy lighters just for the purpose of being able to hold them up during a ballad? Right. Like, that would be a thing that you could probably have sold at Merch. You know, hey, get your Alan Jackson lighter you know for what? the show tonight. I'm not so sure they didn't, actually.
1: Right. Four bucks, get your lighter, and you're going to want it for, you know, fill in. My Alan Jackson knowledge is big.
0: It's huge, yeah. I know he sings Chattahoochee. Mm-hmm. There you go. You are: You said a name of his song just moments ago.
1: Gosh darn yellow pie. That's it. And I'll be playing that one coming up next. Um, He's got to have some good slow ones out there, though, that you knew. You're buying this Alan Jackson lighter because when Song X started to fire up there at the Spokane, at the, excuse me, excuse me, Boone Street Barn.
0: Thank you. (laughs) When when that
1: bad boy fired up at the Boone Street Barn, it was time
0: (laughs) to click down on that thing and let it fly. Also, great look. The lighters were a great look, just like the flashlights are. Flashlights, way better. You don't blister your thumb.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, totally. I, aye, I was always aye, jealous of the rough. kids who could throw the lighter against the ground and make it explode. I never saw that. That was a, that was a cool trick. Huh. I don't remember how it was. Uh, okay, and I owe an apology. Now what? T- text line, thank you, 4348623. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite cities in humanity has wooden sidewalks, and now that they've set it, I, I know it, and, it's, and it needs to come back. Spoke, downtown Spokane has done some great reno. Mm, very. I understand the upkeep for wooden sidewalks has to be crazy. In fact, my father has texted me. I have not opened it yet, but I'm assuming my dad is texting me what, has, what is on the text line. The first person who sent it in does not have a name on their text and says Winthrop wooden Sidewalks. My father has sent. <laughs> okay, My father's text was different about them. the fact that they weren't smoking cigarettes. Oh. So thanks, Dad. Okay. For chiming in with that oh. great piece of. I don't know what he means. <laughs> I don't either. Tim. Cigars? You want to know how bad an arena would be if you were allowed <laughs> to smoke cigars? <laughs> could you bad. imagine that? No, I actually can't. Okay. Could you imagine? Like, first of all, it would, it would smell bad if it was all cigarettes. And I don't know if you've been somewhere oh. where cigarette smoke exists lately. It is weird. You forget. Oh, my gosh. How bad, did, how bad did America smell in the 70s and 60s?
0: Well, the 60s, it smelled different. The 70s, it smelled bad. Um, okay, that's a good point. What about the 30s and 40s? Yeah, just terrible. 30s and 40s? Yeah. I, just, look,
1: I'm, I'm sorry. Cigarette smokers, it does not smell good. No, it I, doesn't. I don't even think cigarette smokers are going to come out and say, you know what smells great? Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. It doesn't feel like it, no. But I feel like everyone smokes cigarettes according to the TV, TV shows in the 40s and 30s. What did America smell like then? The inside of our station wagon is what it smelled like. Oh my gosh, I yeah. can't even imagine. Think about going back in time and just popping up and thinking, "Well, take me back to 2021."
0: I mean, I just re- I remember very vividly, you know, driving along, station wagon. I had to sit in the middle of the front seat because it wasn't enough. Because you should stop having kids when you can't fill the, you know, have no more room yeah. in the car. And you know, my mom saying, "Bob, have have you had your 40th cigarette yet today?" "Nope." "Okay, well here, take one of mine." You want to talk about when we
1: should have been wearing masks? Yeesh. So Winthrop, Washington has wooden sidewalks. And Winthrop is near and dear to my heart. That is a place where my my grandparents are from. So we go there for family reunions every year. And they have the wooden sidewalks right there. And it is is cool and it is awesome. And like you said, I imagine the upkeep is a a nightmare and what you have to do with that. But it is cool to have old-school-style Wild West wooden sidewalks. And I've got to imagine that when those were put in, it was about as cool as it got. Right? Oh, my gosh. Have you been to Winthrop? They have sidewalks, wooden sidewalks. They have on the side of the road, you can walk on a sidewalk. It's not dirt.
0: Right. That had to be so awesome. That, and, and a great look. And just for some reason, I, I just hear, like, Spurs walking down a sidewalk in the Old West just before there was gunfire and there was always a guy there building a casket oh yeah absolutely still and someone's getting and...
1: pushed over the railing into a, uh, the water trough that the horses are drinking out of is that
0: still how uh, how it goes and went through
1: yeah, oh yeah a lot of gunfights You know, I've had my fair share of duels Thank- thankful to still be here kicking wow
0: good job buddy
1: well that's the news the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. E.T., what's coming up next? Kevin James. Oh, Kevin shares his best news story of the year from space. That's the, the f- final... To- <laughs> That's the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 9 Coyote, Coyote Country. Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Going to find out if we can help at all. And we're going to see if you can help with your calls. It's going to be fun and it's going to be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know. And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, Slimmy. Just a heads up, 15 minutes from now, we talk to the good doctor. Our lead volcanologist, Dr. Kenny Beefus, will be on to talk about the state of volcanoes 41 years after Mount St. Helens blew up. Can't wait to talk Rip to you. Riveting radio. Yeah, I love it. But I also had some personal stuff, Some maybe some beef we need to get into. With, some with, beef. with the beefus. Hi. Beef with beefus. Okay, Jay Daniels. This is a big story from over the weekend, apparently. I missed all of this, but thank goodness for Gordon, who sent in this email. Jay and Kevin, I was amazed when I saw an article this weekend about what animals people thought they could beat in a fight. <laughs> Where do you guys fall as the toughest animal you could beat in a fight? Here's the link, and the stats are in the article. I think I tap out at eagle. So... Here's the deal. The gov.com mm-hmm. did a big study on what wild beasts do Americans think they they think they themselves can take can take on. So, first of all, they had a thing of which animal would win in a fight against other animals. Okay. Okay. So they 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 ranked all these animals and then threw in what about humans? So you are unarmed, <clears throat> you are an unarmed human being right. in a fight. Against these animals, and I'm gonna give them to you from highest chance to lowest chance. Okay? Right. Seventy-two percent of Americans thought they could beat a rat in a fight. (laughs) Jay, Jay, what what is what happened to the other 28%?
0: You can't beat a rat? I mean, we are talking. You are in a fight now. It you this might get, get bitten. I mean, the people are. Are you confused? You're probably. Will you get bit? Yeah, probably. But I think eventually you're going to be. Uh, now again, keep in mind we are assuming the animal wants to fight you. It's not running away. Okay, so I've it's got, standing there on its hind legs, going eee. I am picturing.
1: I am picturing you and a rat uh-huh. in a room, right, yeah. with dim lighting above you, yep. and a bunch of people watching, and one Slowing person throwing money down
0: you. on the floor, right? Totally.
1: Yeah. One. Creature is leaving the ring. Yeah, that's it. Do you want to make it to tomorrow? Right. You versus rat. And twenty-eight <laughs> percent of Americans lose that battle. That's bad.
0: That. that is bad. Plus, if you only a think lot of yourself, yourself so said, poorly that you can't beat a rat.
1: Jay, there's a lot of things in the year 2020 into 2021 that people are saying are bad. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of things we're complaining about. Sure. And a lot of people are whining. And a lot of people are fighting on Facebook about things. This should be our number one concern. That 28% of people can't beat a rat in a fight. Yeah. yeah. That, more than anything. I Forget about the stuff you're arguing about politically yeah. Yeah, right now. Forget about it. We have 28% of Americans who are losing to rats in fights, and that is our number one concern as a country right now. Do you know someone who would lose a uh, rat fight? I hope not. No, Kev. Maybe Kevin. I t- <laughs> Will he show up to the fight? Or is that too soon? <laughs> is that too soon? Hour and thirty minutes is that too soon? <laughs> so I would say maybe. I don't think I know anyone who would. Sorry, I don't think I know anyone who would lose to a rat in a fight. I really don't. I don't. I don't know anyone either. I mean, come again, on, you got to be set it up than that. well. You set it up well where it is not. Well, I don't want to hurt the animal. This is not no, optional. No, you no, are no. fighting a rat, and one of you is done. Yep. So that was number one. We would beat a rat, right? One hundred percent. House cat. hundred percent. Now we're talking house cat.
0: Doesn't matter. House cat I'll is different is. from other kind of cats. Yeah, it's not a lynx. It's yeah. not a you know,
1: and it's not like a wild cat. I'm not talking about even like a mountain lion or anything. I'm talking about it, you
0: know, it looks like a house cat, but it lives in the wild. Right. Like it lives on a farm. Yeah, I'm still beating that. A house cat. We're I'm gonna gonna get, that one. I'm gonna get scratched up, but
1: I'm winning. Well, 69% of Americans think they could beat a house cat in a fight.
0: Wow, that seems low.
1: This one interests me. 61% of Americans can beat a goose in a fight.
0: Yeah, we can beat a goose, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's going to hurt you. It's going to peck you. It's going to bite you. That's going to hurt. But I'm going to win. Long yeah, and neck, going to grab that thing, swing it once, see ya. That's, I feel
1: like it has a great target, like a long
0: yeah. target for yeah. you to take advantage
1: yeah. of. That's I'm winning that fight. But it's the first three-dimensional creature, right? It could get you from above. It can get you from below. This one I don't get. This should have been 100%. The wrong way. This should have been 0%. Medium-sized dog. 0% could win None the of fight. us are fighting a dog. They're too good. <laughs> too, too fast? Well, we're just, we just aren't. I mean, come on. What are we talking about? Take a dog out? No, we're not doing it. Yeah, you're a dog man, and I have a dog. Like dogs are winning. Right? going to dog. Yeah, I'm sure. sacrificing to yeah. a dog. Yep. 30% of Americans think they can beat an eagle. This is where we start to get into the weird oh, numbers, Jeez. 30% of Americans think they can beat an
0: eagle. I, an eagle is going to be a tricky one. So big and just so powerful with such a sharp, powerful beak. The Those talons. talons oh. The
1: talons, man. Yeah, a little Okay, getcha. but he, here are the heavy hitters that I want to talk to you about. Jay Daniels, you and this animal in this dimly lit room, people betting on who's going to leave victorious. It's you versus a chimpanzee. <laughs> no way, man. Those things are strong. 17% Tricky of Americans strong. think they could beat them. Didn't
0: Kevin have a story about the chimpanzee that, like, ripped someone's hands off? Um, maybe, I might not have been listening, but he, I'm trying to remember if he was attacked by a chimpanzee at one point, or if it was just a little baby monkey, it was one of those little grinder monkeys, I think, I don't know, but a chimpanzee would whoop on you, there's no way. And then it would smoke a cigarette after it won. Right, yep. It'd beat you, and then smoke a cigarette to taunt you, and put the ashes out, right there on your forehead, probably. I just looked, the average chimpanzee is between 75 and 130 pounds. Yeah, yeah, you're That's done. That's some size. That's twice ha- your, as big as you. And it can run 25 miles an hour. See ya. You're We're done.
1: not beating a chimpanzee. No, you're done. It's We're over not beating now. a chimpanzee. Uh, the other ones, real quick King Cobra, 15% of Americans think they can beat one of the most deadly snakes in the world. <laughs> no, you can't.
0: You, I mean, you're unarmed. You're not choking it out. You it's have choking to. Choking you out.
1: This is a situation, we've seen it in the movies, where someone shoots an arrow and the, the superhero catches the arrow in their hands. Yeah. That's what you have to perform. Because it's going to launch at you, and you have one, millise- one millisecond of a millisecond to grab its neck before it bites your face off. Right.
0: Yeah. And no, Billy yeah. Jack
1: could do it, but outside of Billy Jack, nobody nobody I know, really. Kangaroo, 14% of people think they could beat a kangaroo. I think I could beat a kangaroo. Get out of here. Um, kangaroo? My wife got punched by a kangaroo once. And your wife is still living to tell the tale. She I feel is. like if your wife had decided to go off in that moment, well, punched by a kangaroo in rage mode, she's beating
0: it. She threw it to the ground. She whooped on it. She gave it a little. She was like.
2: A
1: kangaroo has a tail.
0: Yeah, that they sit behind on behind it and grab it and no, just throw you, it. No, they rear back on that thing and they kick. Oof, rough. I've seen that in the cartoons. Yeah. Wolf? I've also seen it on, like,
1: a Fox show somewhere. Okay, so thank you. So now we are in the opposite world. Our number one concern as Americans is that 28% of people can't beat a rat in right, a fight. I mean, right. This is terrible. But this is the people that I need to meet. 12% <laughs> of Americans think they can beat a wolf in a fight. Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> a wolf? <coughs> Barehanded.
1: 9% of Americans think they can beat a crocodile. 8% think they can beat a gorilla. Oh, come on, man. Uh, 8% think they can beat a lion. 6% think they can beat a grizzly bear. You're you're a psycho if you can beat a grizzly bear. What? But this is the one I love the most.
0: Bare-handed? Come on, Eight, man.
1: 8% of Americans <laughs> believe they can beat an elephant in a, in fight. a fight. In a fight. An oh. elephant. Huh. Okay? Just because you can play the piano doesn't mean you can grab an elephant's tusk and throw it across the jungle. <laughs> it just I mean, how are you beating an elephant in a fight? Jay, I can't even begin to imagine where you start. If you were going to fight an elephant, what what is the first thing put? I mean, I feel like in all the shows you put a trip wire down. Yeah, is that what you do? You yeah. just put a trip wire. No. You tie a string because you have that handy. You stake two. You put it on two pieces of wood. You stake them in the ground, and you mm-hmm. hope the elephant trips on it. Right. And then what do you do when it Before falls it gets up the ground, and Stomps on
0: you. Yeah, you punch it in the you punch it in the face. Because I bet if you punched an elephant as hard as you could in the face, it would almost feel it. Jay, 8% of Americans believe they could beat an elephant in a fist fight. only thing I want to know is, which person would you rather have an extended weekend with? The person who thinks they can beat an elephant in a fist fight or the person who thinks they can't beat a rat in a fist fight? Which
1: one's worse? Oh, man. Which I person? think I'm choosing the rat person He'd
0: rather spend the weekend with that person
1: I think I'm Because the, the the elephant person is going to tell you about everything they can do No way Every single thing that happens they're going to tell
0: you Maybe a little the ego morning. there Let's find out if big nine We'll find
1: out if the good doctor Could beat any of these animals in a fight He's oh, been yeah. in the wild a lot
0: And he's really strong
1: He is very strong He does CrossFit check Yeah the Jay and
0: Kevin Show.
1: Jay Daniels. What percent of people do you think have their
0: birth certificate readily available? Kevin James. I had to reorder mine at one point, okay, and I, I think I'm using the wrong words. I don't know if you just order it, but how you know, heavy was it to ship that? Oh and God, stuff? dude!
1: The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote,
0: Coyote Country. Country. All right, he's personal friend of the show, Slim. How long have you known Kenny? Boy, I met Kenny in fourth grade, so 4,000 years ago. 4,000? You guys are in, like, he's like a fossil to you.
1: In a different country, man. I mean, we are friends from multiple countries.
0: Wow. Okay, well, uh, not only is he your friend, but... what the Rock is
2: Sometimes I feel a little snarky. You must be one with the Rock. Are you a doctor, aren't you? I don't know. He's the lead volcanologist of the Jay and Kevin Show. Volcanology has the highest mortality rate of any science. Dr. Kenny Beefus. Kenny, are we friends? We are, Jaybird.
0: Okay, I I, I consider us friends, and then I thought, well, gosh, what if it's one of those awkward one-way streets (laughs) where I'm like, oh, my friend Kenny, and he's like, dude, we're not friends. i mean, like, oh, crushed.
2: No, it's true. I don't know as much about you as I do about Slim. But you have welcomed me with open arms into that studio. So, yeah, and I know the names of your family. Oh. I think we're friends.
0: Okay. I, I'm very, I feel very good about that because you will be a good friend to have, and so I yeah. feel good. Now, um, can, big Ken day. Has,
1: uh, this is the hard part, Jay. This is the hard part because we have to give why he's good at the subject matter. And I don't know that I'm ready to say it yet. What, that he's an expert, that he's amazing, I, that he's well, world-renowned? He's, he's a professor. He's a professor. Right? Of volcanology. Yeah. But for the time being, because the wound is not healed
2: yet. Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: Can we just say it's at a prestigious university? Are you all right with that, Kenny?
2: Yeah. I'm at a basketball school.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That one one was
1: rough. (laughs) I liked it, but it was rough. Gosh,
2: He teaches at Baylor.
1: He's at Baylor. It still hurts. Oh, it hurts. Uh, He's at Baylor. Last time we
2: talked, it was like the morning of the game, you know? And there was no call after.
0: (laughs) Again, the one-way street of, yeah. we'll call you if we win. We won't congratulate you if we lose.
1: We're so classy. Uh, well, we call I've... you today, Kenny, not to <laughs> celebrate the fact that you, you got a national championship in college hoops. No, no. Today is the 41st anniversary, you know, the big 41st anniversary of Mount St. Helens. Mm. And so we have to call a lead, the lead volcanologist when there is a when it's the Volcano Day. I feel like every day, every year this day we call you. You do. We, yep. we wanted to just know. Kenney Beefus, couple things. What is the state of volcanoes right now in the United States of
2: America? Oh, you man! Why didn't you say worldwide? Okay, oh. Kenney What is, is the not state as good? of
1: volcanoes worldwide? Worldwide, yeah. We are
2: having a great year worldwide, boys. There is all sorts of action all over the place. Really? I mean, do you do you see do you see what's happening in Iceland? I mean, that's made <laughs> to your Twitter feeds into your news feeds, right?
0: I Hang mean, up. yeah, I don't know that sure. I have uh the Iceland Department of Transportation or anything in yeah. my Twitter feed, but I should hey, here's the deal. Obviously
1: no, no, no. Jay and I are very hip to what's going on with the Icelandic volcanoes, but for those of the people who who aren't familiar with it, would you like to could you tell them what's going on?
2: Yes. A very beautiful lava flow has started to rip across rip out of a fissure right by the capital. Mm. So at nighttime, you can actually see, like, this glowing lava right behind the, the skyline of the city. And no one's concerned about it because it's not powerful. It's not explosive. It's not going to kill anybody. And so it's just this tourism thing where people really? are just going and having picnics by the lava flow. Oh,
1: wow. And it's not going to get into anything. It's not The
2: lava's not flowing down into a village like in the movies. I'm not hearing any buzz about that, even though the pictures make it look like it's so close to the biggest city. Uh, it doesn't seem like people are concerned.
0: Wow, how close would you be able to sit to enjoy your, you know, lunch without, you know, being in danger
2: of the heat just being too hot? Jay, I think some people are cooking their lunch on it.
0: What?
2: <laughs> like they're like they have to have like some kind of shield, but then they like run up and they drop a piece of steak on it, and then you know it burns to a crisp. So they probably don't eat it, but like you can get right there on top of it. Wow,
1: that's that crazy, is wild, man. Okay, so there are volcanoes happening because here
0: we mentioned this earlier. Is people the fisherman okay? You said it was from a fisher. I
2: didn't Oh, sorry. I used a technical term. Yeah, I sorry. I'm just trying
0: to dumb it down for the others. It's... I mean, I clearly understand it, but for someone who might not be, you know. Totally. Yeah. We have to we have to make sure we
1: open this up for all all brain sizes. Yeah. Kenny. 41 years ago, Mount St. Helens. We have not had another volcano on the continental United States since that time. It, does that surprise you? Or does it surprise me that we have and I just didn't know about it?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting question. Beat the show. Come on, beat the show. <laughs> oh, you good, <could>, dude, be <laughs> careful. Wait, be careful cuz I'll It's time to beat the show. Hey, beat the show. It's time oh, yeah. to beat the show. What? what? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Do it. Step right up. It's time to beat the show.
1: Okay. okay. This is rendition you asked for. Yeah. It.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there really hasn't been a big explosion in the continental United States in the last 40 years. So you were correct. There's been a lot of volcanic activity. There's been release of gas. There's actually been people killed in California oh. from gases from a volcano, but not like the big booms like Mount okay. St. Helens did for us 41 years ago.
1: So then how, how you know, talking about Mount St. Helens every year this year, this time, because it's, it's one of the biggest things that's happened in the state of Washington ever. So how unique, then, is Mount St. Helens, Helens Ash?
2: Not very unique at all. Uh, okay, so it isn't like, something
1: that is so... Because, I, you know, the reason I asked that, we were asking if people had it displayed still, or but that is something that, as time goes by, you know, you're moving, you're cleaning up, and yeah. you go, ah, let's get rid of the ash. But then I thought, it's been 41 years since something like this has happened, so it becomes I feel like rarer because of the lack of volcanoes.
2: Sure. Of course. I mean, well, no. Oh, boy. I don't know. You're, you're twisting me in circles here. The I'm ash sorry. itself erupting from Mount St. Helens is totally bland, not interesting mm-hmm. uh, from anything besides science, I guess. And even that, there's tons of that same composition, same material. But for like uh, a memoir, a keepsake. Yeah, a rock of remembrance, there's value there. There's sentimental value. I remember when I was able to sweep this off my car into a yes. the bottle. Yes. There's a lot of value to that, I think. Yeah.
0: Do you have some ash? Kenny, are you an
2: ash holder? I, yeah, yeah. we've made this joke, um, I think, every single year. We'll make it again
0: uh, next year. Don't worry.
2: <laughs> yes, I have multiple bottles of ash. Okay, thank you. Of Mount St. Helens ash and a lot of other ash as well. Of
1: Kenny, course. what is the ultimate ash? You have. What's the nicest ash you have?
2: Oh baby. You know what? I'm actually going to collect ash tomorrow from California. Oh, <laughs> lucky. That's not but real. That's so I'm that's the only ash I can think about right now.
1: Hang hmm. on. You told us in a, in our little group conversation with with our friends, you said you were going to California. I assumed it was for a conference. You are going to California to get ash.
2: Yep, yep. We're going to go to a town called Mammoth near Yosemite oh. and collect some ash from a huge eruption that happened Uh, a long time ago, and we're going to be studying that eruption.
1: Okay. Then what is, in terms of ash that you have, though, what is the one? What is the container that you go, this is it? This is the ash that matters?
2: Yellowstone super eruption ash.
1: From how long ago?
2: 1.2 million years ago.
1: Whoa.
0: Whoa. That's some super ash. That is crazy. Baby. Yeah. that's, That's some nice looking ash. It is. That's nutty. By the okay, way, Mammoth, well, California, beautiful, yes? Isn't it, uh, like, right in the mountains? It's just very gorgeous. It's like a tourist yeah, town, isn't it? Stunning, yeah, stunning. Yeah. Uh, also, most importantly, can you beat up a rat? Can I beat up a rat?
1: You versus a rat. They're, you're in a room, dimly lit lights. You have no weapons. It's you. It's a rat. Someone has to win. Can you win that battle?
2: I win that battle so fast.
1: Kenny, 28% of Americans say they would lose that fight. How do you lose the fight? Thank you. <laughs> I think that's our number one concern in America right now over everything in the world. It's like everything that you see today, the number one thing we should worry about is the fact that 28% of Americans are going to lose to a rat in a fight, one-on-one, unarmed.
2: Yeah, man. That's pretty – I mean, that's pretty sad. That is sad. Could you beat an eagle? You know what? I wouldn't beat a cockroach. I get – like, this is what I get about the rat thing. I would jump onto the top of my chair, fall off my chair, and hit my head on the wall. 'Cause I'm scared of those. But so, an eagle, a snake, a mountain lion, I win.
1: Okay, time out. hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Kenny, could you beat an
2: eagle? Yes, of course I can beat an eagle.
1: Okay, that's th- you're in the thirty percent. Could you beat a chimpanzee?
2: Ooh, starting to get scary. Do you know about these things?
1: <laughs> yeah, they rip people's heads off.
2: Right right off. Uh I'd beat a chimpanzee though. Okay, you're in the seventeen percent. Could you beat a king cobra? <laughs> Son of a gun, I'm dead. Okay, Okay, so you made it
1: to 17%. 15% are
0: king cobra. 12% are wolf. That's pretty tough. Kenny, Kenny, you're in a cabin at, let's put you at Mammoth Lakes, California. Isn't that where you said you're going? Yeah. Okay, so you're at Mammoth Lakes, California. You're in a cabin, isolated up in the mountains. You're going to spend a three-day weekend with one of these people the person who says they do not have the ability to beat up a rat, or the person who thinks they can win a fight against a grizzly bear.
2: Oh, I guess I'd rather be with the grizzly bear guy.
0: Really? Oh, there's so much ego there, though, isn't there?
2: Yeah, and the, but that means there's going to be good stories and there'll be some interesting planning we could do. <laughs> the rat person is just a fragile human.
0: Okay. Okay, so you can take the egotistical stories over the whining.
2: Yeah, and also, like, I've spent a lot of time thinking about the grizzly bear thing. With all the backcountry Yellowstone stuff I've had to do, it's like, sure. can I take a grizzly? Right. And so I wouldn't mind hearing what this person thinks about that content. <laughs> okay. They may be a fool. Well,
1: but- certainly, yes. Kenny, but- <laughs> what is your first move against a grizzly? Like, if you had oh. to fight it, what would be your first move? And I know you do I mean, CrossFit, so you have that what going What you're
2: supposed for you. to do? What you're supposed to do, you know, is play dead. But I'm not playing, Dad. I'm running to a tree and trying to play like uh, Ring Around the Rosie with that tree.
1: <laughs> so you're going to try to outlast it just in terms of living longer. You're going to try to beat, win this fight by just living longer than the grizzly bear.
2: Yes. I mean, are we just try- can we escape from the grizzly bear or do we have to kill that sucker?
1: It's, it, you're, you're there until one dies. So you're going to go up in a tree and build a house and live there until the grizzly bear dies and say you won.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I could kill a grizzly bear. They're humongous.
0: Right. That's it.
2: I don't of course I wouldn't want to either, because they're beautiful, but uh, man, that's a big head to crush.
1: <laughs> Kenny, I love you that's so how much, I do it. man. I, I just love you so much. Oh, you are there's brother. a reason you are the lead volcanologist, is because you're the most learned person I've ever met in my life about sciences. You teach volcanoes. Today's a volcano day, but good lord, you also have a great knowledge of other stuff. I appreciate it.
2: Thank you, Sean. Hey, what day is the next day Kevin James isn't coming in? Because then I can just put it down on my calendar that that will be the next day that you guys call me. Because he is dodging me.
1: It's a 50-50 every day.
2: Okay. So it could be later this week. Cool. (laughs) We'll see you,
0: brother. You're the best.
2: All right. Adios, boys. Bye, Kenny.